The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. I hope you're enjoying the beginning of summer-like weather that we're experiencing in the Northern Hemisphere. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, June 8th, 2022, Wednesday of the 10th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle 2. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. Our saint today is St. William of York, born into a powerful family in 1090. He was nominated Archbishop of York in 1140. Local clergy were not enthusiastic. The Archbishop of Canterbury refused to consecrate William. Three years later, a neighboring bishop performed the consecration, but it lacked the approval of Pope Innocent II. His successors also withheld approval. William was deposed. It wasn't until 1154, 14 years after he was first nominated, that William became Archbishop of York. He received an enthusiastic welcome, but within two months he was dead, probably from poisoning. Following his death, many miracles were attributed to him. St. William of York died in 1154. St. William of York, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for Christian families around the world. May they embody and experience unconditional love and advance in holiness in their daily lives. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you hear, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. We read today, the first reading, how the prophet Elijah was tired of the Israelites who were following Baal, happy to please any god they fancied. And so Elijah asked the people to make up their minds. How long will you straddle the issue? If the Lord is God, follow him. If Baal, then follow him. <laughs> Elijah was your only prophet, Lord. Was the prophet of Baal numbered 450? You see, that is not a winning ratio. I don't know what the ratio is around you. Some people feel sometimes like the enemy has more followers than God. Like we're losing numbers and the odds are always stacked against us. Like there is no way we can win this battle against evil. Like finding a Christian faithful to the gospel is becoming more difficult than finding a needle in the haystack. <laughs> and the enemy enjoys this so much. 
helping us to develop a victim complex, tempting us to give up because it is exhausting to always swim against the tide. Because in this turmoil of absurd ideologies, Christians are the weirdest. Because not only the king walks around naked, but a whole crowd of naked people applaud him. <laughs> Whilst we are the only people who denounce the stupidity of this international uniform that they try to impose on us. Well, I don't know if this resonates with you, but it certainly resonates with many Christians. So, Jesus, for all those who feel like this, we meditate today on this episode of the first Book of Kings. 450 prophets preaching nonsense against one who trusted in you, Lord. So, Elijah obliges people to make up their minds to choose sides and stop messing about with Baal and Yahweh. He says to the people, Give us two bulls. Let the prophets of Baal cut one into pieces and place it on the wood, but start no fire. I shall prepare the other and place it on the wood, but start no fire. You shall call on your gods, and I will call on the Lord. The God who answers with fire is God. Elijah was risking his neck with this test, but they all agreed to do it. So, the prophets of Baal prepared the bull and called on Baal from morning to noon, but there was no answer. Then they hoped around the altar, but nothing happened. <laughs> Elijah started mocking them, you remember. <laughs> Call louder, he said, for your God may be meditating, or may have retired, or may be on a journey. Perhaps he is asleep. <laughs> So they called out louder and slashed themselves with swords and spears, as was their custom, until blood gushed over them, but nothing happened. Then, Lord, your prophet, Elijah, said to all the people, Come here to me. And in front of them he repaired your altar that they had previously destroyed. He dug a large trench around the altar arranged the wood, and laid the bull on top of the wood pile. But Elijah didn't want you, Lord, to prove your power more or less, <laughs> kind of a little. He wanted you to make it abundantly clear that you are God. Now, calling down fire from heaven to burn the offering didn't seem proof enough to him. <laughs> so he decided to make things more difficult. Bring water, he said, and pour it over the burnt offering and over the wood. Now you, Lord, would have to send enough fire to ignite the wet wood. But then Elijah thought, ah, well, even more difficult yet. Do it again, he said. <laughs> and they did it again. Now the bull and the wood weren't wet. They were drenched. But he thought, Bah, uh, still too easy for you, Lord. <laughs> Let's add an extra layer of challenge here. <laughs> Do it a third time, he said. 
now the people were feeling like firemen trying to put out the fire that hadn't started yet. The water, we read, flowed around the altar, and the trench was filled with water. Now the wood was literally soaked. Elijah thought, you, Lord, would have to perform not just a miracle, but a big one. He trusted you, and you, Lord, never leave those who trust you in the lurch. So Elijah prayed to you out loud, Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac and Israel, let it be known this day that you are God, that I am your servant, and have done all these things by your command. Answer me, Lord, that these people may know that you, Lord, are God, and bring them back to their senses. <laughs> and then you, Lord, sent your fire and consumed the burnt offering, wood, stones and dust, and it lapped up the water in the trench. Seeing this, all the people fell prostrate and said, The Lord is God. The Lord is God. <laughs> what a day. What a performance. What a prophet and what a God. How I wish, Lord, to have the same faith, the same trust in you that the prophet Elijah had. How I wish I would grow bolder in the face of difficulties, like the prophet, and never lose my confidence in you. Jesus, may I never forget that you are God, that you are a powerful God, that you show your power precisely when things turn bad. And when things get more difficult, when obstacles seem insurmountable, when we find ourselves fighting against all odds, then the time has come for you to prove that you are powerful God and you are still in control. Our world needs more Christians like the prophet Elijah, more children of God who trust their father and grow bolder when things get worse. When legislation goes against Christians and against life, and when we think things can get any worse, the hordes of the enemy find new ways to make that happen. Things get even more difficult. And when we think that we have reached the bottom of the abyss, then they add an extra layer of challenge and we find an even greater depth below. Mary, my mother immaculate, I ask you today to help your children never to lose heart. And we may never lose trust in God. Because no matter how much filth the enemy throws into the world, soaking our offering in it, your son Mary will send the fire of the Holy Spirit to cauterize, to purify, to destroy that filth and turn it into ashes, which, for us, will smell like incense. The Lord is God. The Lord is God. I give you thanks, my God.
but the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 minutes past the hour, and this is Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday of the 10th week in Ordinary Time, June 8, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin this liturgical day now joining with the whole church, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and, and my, my mouth, mouth will proclaim, proclaim your praise. praise. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Forty years I endured that generation, I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. 
Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. We groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. We groan groan in pain as we we await the redemption of our bodies. I said, I will be watchful of my ways, for fear I should sin with my tongue. I will put a curb on my lips when the wicked man stands before me. I was dumb, silent, and still. His prosperity stirred my grief. My heart was burning within me. At the thought of it, the fire blazed up and my tongue burst into speech. O Lord, you have shown me my end. How short is the length of my days. Now I know how fleeting is my life. You have given me a short span of days. My life is as nothing in your sight. A mere breath, the man who stood so firm. A mere shadow, the man passing by. A mere breath, the riches he hoards, not knowing who will have them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. We groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let me not weep in vain. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me not weep in vain. And now, Lord, what is there to wait for? In you rests all my hope. Set me free from all my sins. Do not make me the taunt of the fool. I was silent, not opening my lips, because this was all your doing. Take away your scourge from me. I am crushed by the blows of your hand. You punish man's sin and correct him. Like the moth, you devour all he treasures. Mortal man is no more than a breath. O Lord, hear my prayer. O Lord, turn your ear to my cry. Do not be deaf to my tears. In your house I am a passing guest, a pilgrim, like all my fathers. Look away that I may breathe again before I depart to be no more. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Through your Son you taught us, Father, not to be fearful of tomorrow, but to commit our lives to your care. Do not withhold your Spirit from us, but help us find a life of peace after these days of trouble. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me me not weep weep in vain. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. Why do you boast of your wickedness, you champion of evil, planning ruin all day long, your tongue like a sharpened razor, you master of deceit? You love evil 
more than good, lies more than truth. You love the destructive word, you tongue of deceit. For this God will destroy you and remove you forever. He will snatch you from your tent and uproot you from the land of the living. The just shall see and fear. They shall laugh and say, So this is the man who refused to take God as his stronghold, but trusted in the greatness of his wealth and grew powerful by his crimes. But I am like a growing olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the goodness of God forever and ever. I will thank you forevermore, for this is your doing. I will proclaim that your name is good in the presence of your friends. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you cut down the unfruitful branch for burning, and prune the fertile to make it bear more fruit. Make us grow like laden olive trees in your domain, firmly rooted in the power and mercy of your Son, so that you may gather from us fruit worthy of eternal life. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. I put my trust in the word of the Lord. All my hope is in Him. A reading from the book of Joshua. Early the next morning, Joshua moved with all the Israelites from Shittim to the Jordan, where they lodged before crossing over. Three days later, the officers went through the camp and issued these instructions to the people. When you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God, which the Levitical priests will carry, you must also break camp and follow it, that you may know the way to take, for you have not gone over this road before. But let there be a space of two thousand cubits between you and the Ark. Do not come nearer to it. Joshua also said to the people, Sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will perform wonders among you. And he directed the priests to take up the Ark of the Covenant and go on ahead of the people. And they did so. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Today I will begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel, that they may know I am with you as I was with Moses. Now command the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant to come to a halt in the Jordan when they reach the edge of the waters. So Joshua said to the Israelites, Come here and listen to the words of the Lord your God. He continued, This is how you will know that there is a living God in your midst, who at your approach will dispossess the Canaanites Hittites, Hevites, Perizzites, Girishites, Amorites, and Jebusites. The Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of the whole earth will precede you into the Jordan. Now choose twelve men, one from each of the tribes of Israel. When the soles of the feet of the priests carrying the Ark of the Lord, the Lord of the whole earth, touch the water of the Jordan, it will cease to flow, for the water flowing down from upstream will halt 
in a solid bank. The people struck their tents to cross the Jordan, with the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant ahead of them. No sooner had the priestly barriers of the Ark waded into the waters at the edge of the Jordan, which overflows all its banks during the entire season of the harvest, than the waters flowing from upstream halted, backing up in a solid mass for a very great distance indeed from Adam, a city in the direction of Zarathon, while those flowing downstream toward the salt sea of the Arabah disappeared entirely. Thus, the people crossed over opposite Jericho, while all Israel crossed over dry ground. The priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord remained motionless on dry ground in the bed of the Jordan until the whole nation had completed the passage. That day, the Lord exalted Joshua in the sight of all Israel, and thenceforth during his whole life, they respected him as they had respected Moses. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Command the priests carrying the Ark of the Commandments to come up from the Jordan. Joshua did so, and when the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord had come up from the bed of the Jordan, as the soles of their feet regained the dry ground, the waters of the Jordan resumed their course, and as before overflowed all its banks, the people came up from the Jordan on the tenth day of the first month and camped in Gilgal on the eastern limits of Jericho. While the Israelites were encamped at Gilgal on the plains of Jericho, they celebrated the Passover on the evening of the fourteenth of the month. On the day after the Passover, they ate the produce of the land in the form of unleavened cakes, and parched grain. On that same day after the Passover on which they ate of the produce of the land, the manna ceased. No longer was there manna for the Israelites, who that year ate of the yield of the land of Canaan. The Word of the Lord Israel crossed the Jordan on dry land, for God dried up its waters, just as in the past he had dried up the waters of the Red Sea, so, so that, that all the peoples of the earth may know that the hand of the Lord is mighty. What has happened that the sea has been put to flight, and the Jordan has turned back on itself? So, so that, that all the peoples of the earth may know that the hand of the Lord is mighty. A reading from a homily on Joshua by Origen Priest. The Ark of the Covenant led the people of God across the Jordan. The priests and the Levites halted, and the waters, as though out of reverence to the ministers of God, stopped flowing. They piled up in a single mass, thus allowing the people of God to cross in safety. As a Christian, you should not be amazed to hear of these wonders performed for men of the past. 
The divine word promises much greater and more lofty things to you who have passed through Jordan's stream by the sacrament of baptism. He promises you a passage even through the sky. Listen to what Paul says concerning the just. We shall be caught up in the clouds to meet Christ in heaven, and so we shall always be with the Lord. There is absolutely nothing for the just man to fear. The whole of creation serves him. Listen to another promise that God makes him through the prophet. If you pass through the fire, the flame shall not burn you, for I am the Lord your God. The just man is everywhere welcome, and everything renders him service. So you must not think that these events belong only to the past, and that you who now hear the account of them do not experience anything of the kind. It is in you that they all find their spiritual fulfillment. You have recently abandoned the darkness of idolatry, and now you desire to come and hear divine law. This is your departure from Egypt. When you became a catechumen and began to obey the laws of the church, you passed through the Red Sea. Now at the various stops in the desert, you give time every day to hear the law of God and to see the face of Moses unveiled by the glory of God. But once you come to the baptismal font and, in the presence of the priests and deacons, are initiated into those sacred and august mysteries which only those know who should, then, through the mystery of the priests, you will cross the Jordan and enter the promised land. There Moses will hand you over to Jesus, and he himself will be your guide on your new journey. Mindful, then, of all the mighty works of God, remember that he divided the sea for you and held back the waters of the river. You will turn to them and say, Why was it sea that you fled? Jordan, why did you turn back? Mountains, why did you skip like rams, and you hills like young sheep? And the word of the Lord will reply, The earth is shaken at the face of the Lord, at the face of the God of Jacob, who turns stones into a pool and rock into springs of water. Great are your judgments, Lord, and beyond all describing. You have exalted your people and made them glorious. You made a road through the sea and a path through the deep waters. You have exalted your people and made them glorious. Let us pray. O God, from whom all good things come, grant that we who call on you in our need may at your prompting discern what is right, and by your guidance do it, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, and we will check out today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Wednesday of the 10th week in Ordinary Time, June 8th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek, and today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord tells his disciples, just in case you had the wrong idea of why I'm here. It's from the fifth chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Think not that I have come to abolish the law and the prophets. I have come not to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I say to you, 
till heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not a dot will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Whoever then relaxes one of the least of these commandments and teaches men so, shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But he who does them and teaches them shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are right there on the relevant radio app. Well, in modern times, it may seem a bit bold, but Jesus really meant it when he said, Apart from me, you can do nothing. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. We can see from the pages of the Gospel that those encounters individual men and women had with Christ were unique and unrepeatable. Nicodemus, Zacchaeus, the woman taken in adultery, the good thief, the apostles, God's action had already been slowly preparing those souls so that they should be open to God when the moment arrived. And so as a result of that unique and decisive encounter, God's grace would accompany them, seeking opportunities for a new conversion to take place within their souls and helping them to make further progress. Other people we come across in the Gospels did not correspond fully or even in part with God's light. Our encounters with Christ, too, have been unique and unrepeatable. They have been like those of the people who met him in Galilee, beside the lake of Gennesareth, in Jerusalem, or in some little town as he traveled through Samaria. Jesus is just as much present in our lives. God's goodness enables us to receive those divine inspirations that help us to come close to God. He helps us to finish off a piece of work with perfection, to accept or perform a particular mortification, or to make an act of faith. He helps us to conquer ourselves for love of God in something we find difficult. These are actual graces, free and transitory gifts from God that affect each soul in their own particular way. What a lot of actual graces we have received each day. What a lot more we will receive so long as we do not close the door of our soul to that silent and most effective action of the sanctifier. Through grace, God grants to each man, to each woman, not only the facility to do good, but the very possibility of doing good. Because as creatures, we are quite unable with our strength alone to keep the commandments or to do anything at all that is supernaturally good. Apart from me, you can do nothing, said our Lord categorically. And St. Paul teaches that salvation depends not upon man's will or exertion, but upon God's mercy, on a mercy that is constant and infinite. How well we have experienced this. The Holy Spirit enlightens us so that we can see the truth. He inspires and moves us, preceding, accompanying, and perfecting our good deeds. God is at work in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Nevertheless, grace does not take away freedom, for it is we ourselves who will and we ourselves who act. We must ask God for the practical wisdom of always relying on him and not on ourselves, of seeking our strength in him and not in the keenness of our intellect or in any other resources of our own. 
We have to listen frequently when putting our desires into practice to the loving warning of the Master. Apart from me, you can do nothing. In the supernatural life, we will always be beginners, struggling with the docility and attention of a child who needs the assistance of adults for everything it does. St. Francis de Sales uses this example to illustrate the delicacy of God's love for men. When a mother is teaching her little child to walk, she helps him and supports him when necessary. She lets him take a few steps on level ground when there is least danger. She takes his hands and holds him up, or she picks him up in her arms and carries him. In the same way, our Lord pays continuous attention to the steps taken by his children. This is what we are like before God. Little children who have not yet learned to walk. It is up to correspond, to show our goodwill, to begin and begin again. We can do this by being sincere in spiritual direction, by having a very specific, particular examination of conscience, that point on which we are currently fighting. Our days will frequently be summed up as asking for help, corresponding, and giving thanks. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. O God, all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? O God, all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? I cry aloud to God. Cry aloud to God that he may hear me. In the day of my distress, I sought the Lord. My hands were raised at night without ceasing. My soul refused to be consoled. I remembered my God, and I groaned. I pondered and my spirit fainted. You withheld sleep from my eyes. I was troubled. I could not speak. I thought of the days of long ago, and I remembered the years long past. At night I mused within my heart. I pondered and my spirit questioned. Will the Lord reject us forever? Will he show us his favor no more? Has his love vanished forever? Has his promise come to an end? Does God forget his mercy or in anger withhold his compassion? I said, This is what causes my grief, that the way of the Most High has changed. I remember the deeds of the Lord. I remember your wonders of old. I muse on all your works and ponder your mighty deeds. Your ways, O God, are holy. What God is as great as our God? You are the God who works wonders. You showed your power among the peoples. Your strong arm redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph. The waters saw you, O God. The waters saw you and trembled. The depths were moved with terror. The clouds poured down rain. 
The sky sent forth their voice. Your arrows flashed to and fro. Your thunder rolled around the sky. Your flashes lighted up the world. The earth was moved and trembled when your way led through the sea, your path through the mighty waters, and no one saw your footprints. You guided your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Father, you established your ancient covenant by signs and wonders. But more wondrously, you confirmed the new one through the sacrifice of your Son. Guide your church through the pathways of life that we may be led to the land of promise and celebrate your name with lasting praise. All your your ways are holy. What What God can compare with our God? My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in my God. I have swallowed up my enemies. I rejoice in my victory. There is no holy one like the Lord. There is no rock like our God. Speak boastfully no longer, nor let arrogance issue from your mouths. For an all-knowing God is the Lord, a God who judges deeds. The bows of the mighty are broken, while the tottering gird on strength. The well-fed hire themselves out for bread, while the hungry batten on spoil. The barren wife bears seven sons, while the mother of many languishes. The Lord puts to death and gives life. He casts down to the netherworld. He raises up again. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He humbles. He also exalts. He raises the needy from the dust. From the ash heap, he lifts up the poor to seat them with nobles and make a glorious throne their heritage. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and he has set the world upon them. He will guard the footsteps of his faithful ones, but the wicked shall perish in the darkness. For not by strength, does man prevail the Lord's foes shall be shattered the most high in heaven thunders the Lord judges the ends of the earth now may he give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was was in in the the beginning beginning, is now now, and and will will be forever. forever Amen. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. The Lord is King, let the earth rejoice. The Lord is King, 
let the earth rejoice. The Lord is King, let earth rejoice. Let all the coastlands be glad. Cloud and darkness are his raiment, his throne, justice and right. A fire prepares his path. It burns up his foes on every side. His lightnings light up the world. The earth trembles at the sight. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord of all the earth. The skies proclaim his justice. All people see his glory. Let those who serve idols be ashamed, those who boast of their worthless gods. All you spirits worship him. Zion hears and is glad. The people of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O Lord. For you indeed are the Lord, most high above all the earth, exalted far above all spirits. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the souls of his saints. He sets them free from the wicked. Light shines forth for the just and joy for the upright of heart. Rejoice, you just in the Lord. Give glory to his holy name. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you clothe the sky with light, and the depths of the ocean with darkness. Among the sons of men you work wonders, and rain terror upon the enemy. Look upon your servants. Do not try us by fire but bring us rejoicing to the shelter of your home. The The Lord Lord is King. King. Let Let the the earth earth rejoice. A reading from the letter to the Romans. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Trial or distress or persecution or hunger or nakedness? or danger, or the sword. Yet in all this we are more than conquerors because of him who has loved us. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. I will bless the Lord all my life long. I will will bless bless the Lord all all my life long with a song of praise ever on my lips all All my my life life long. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. I will bless the Lord all my life long. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight, all the days of our life. 
You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life. Let us pray. Blessed be God, our Savior, who promised to remain with His Church all days until the end of the world. Let us give him thanks and call out, Remain with us, Lord. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. Remain with us the whole day, Lord. Let your grace be a sun that never sets. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. We dedicate this day to you as an offering. Do not let us offer anything that is evil. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. May your gift of light pervade this whole day that we may be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. May the love of your Holy Spirit direct our hearts and our lips. And may we always act in accordance with your will. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Our Father, who who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, as a new day dawns, send the radiance of your light to shine in our hearts. Make us true to your teaching. Keep us free from error and sin. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air is coming right up. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the app. You go out, make this a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.